Hey everyone. Well, it's the day after the election and I don't see any kind of <laughs> uh, end in sight right now, but um, I've just been thinking, I have some thoughts about the uh, hot button topic of abortion um, in this election cycle and also, of course, with the, um, with the newest Supreme Court justice. Um, and I... I have been asking myself, is it as simple as, um, as we're making it? Because, you know, obviously it's like, oh, you're, you're pro-life. Well, you vote pro-life. You're pro, you're pro-abortion. You're pro-choice. You vote that way. Like, you know, there's just this, it's a, it's a polarizing topic when it comes to voting. And yet I wonder if it's as simple as we're making it out to be it's easy to have it be a um, topic of debate um, and for pe- people get very passionate about it as I- I'm passionate about it, but it's, I don't know that it's so simple. And here's why. On the one hand, do I think abortion should be made illegal? Yes. On, on the, the next hand, I'm going to have a lot of hands here. On the next hand, Do I think that that would actually help with there being less abortions in the U.S.? Yes, because it would be more prohibitive and there wouldn't be um, as standardized um, of a a way to get an abortion that would ensure that it's clean and all that stuff. But um, on the other hand, I think that there are a lot of worldviews and beliefs that women particularly have embraced that lend themselves like a tidal wave pressuring women to conclude that an abortion is the best thing for their lives at any given point. And, you know, college women who have sex and with, you know, just at a party or whatever, and whoop, they end up pregnant. I mean, that interrupts the flow of their lives in all kinds of ways and um you know and women who are um in a in a poor area and they have sex and they um and then you know they don't have the support to be able to to support a baby and you know oh well and just I think women who are are aggressively advancing in their careers or in their destinies and their purpose. And, and they've been given this narrative that they are um, called to something great and called to change the world and get out there and, and, and make a splash and do something big. And, and, oh no, wait, this is a big problem, you know? And I think even Planned Parenthood says, hey, we can take care of that problem for you you know, they refer to the baby as a problem. So, you know, I mean, obviously the common theme here is having sex. Like <laughs> our attitudes about sex have so radically changed in the last, oh, I don't know, 60 years that, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's mind boggling. Um, but with the invention of birth control, you know, and, and, and just this general attitude, like, Hey, I can have sex with whoever I want. And, um, I don't have to have any kind of consequences, so to speak, for that. Um, 
I think that that is obviously uh, lending itself to this um, this idea that abortion is good. But also I think that, you know, it's like, okay, so you do get pregnant and you do um, have this, whoa, okay, big interruption into your into your um, plan for your life. The I think that the idea is that in general, you're sentencing yourself to a life of somehow mediocrity or lesser than destiny and calling because if you have this child, because, you know, you are called to be something, to do something. And so there's really this narrative that um, bearing children and nurturing them and helping them grow and be fruitful and really laying one's life down for that is like of no value. And, you know, honestly, that's why I wrote Home Inspired because I thought it was of no value. Um, I didn't have vision for it. And I had to deal with my, the own lie, the lies in my heart about that. But I think that when we look at the hot topic of abortion, you know, we have to kind of look at the bigger picture here because the reality is is that the lie that has come into our culture is that it's really better for women to um, make something of themselves and to go for it and to, but (laughs) if we're the ones who bear the children, that's going to be, there's going to be a conflict there. Like, let's just be honest. It's going to be real hard to be a senator in the United States, you know, Senate, and to be a mom of a couple kids. Like, that's just going to be hard. Or it's going to be really hard to be a full-time MD and be a mom. And do people do it? Yes. Is it possible? Yes. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying it's a conflict there. And women don't factor that in when they plan their lives right now. And so, you know, you end up, you wind up with $200,000 worth of debt from your schooling. Well, you are pretty much strapped in to, even if you wanted to stay home, even if you had these sweet kids and you wanted to stay home with them, you wanted to value and prioritize um, nurturing in with your time. You couldn't because you, you have all this debt. It's like, it's, it's. It's short-sighted in that we don't like factor in that women are the ones who bear children. It's like, okay, guys, this is a big deception. Like, this is a big deception. And it's just ridiculous in my mind now thinking about it. And, um, and so, you know, is abortion a hot-button issue? Of course it is. But does it only come down to the legislative level that we have to deal with it? No, absolutely not. We have to deal with this on a heart level. The, the, the values and beliefs that we have about having children, about children in general, and about raising them. And that's, I mean, to me, that's just so sad that we've come to that place. And yet I just ha- hold the hope that, um, you know, God is a God who makes a way. And, and even just that there is this underground um, 
work being done in women who who say, no, this is valuable, and they have to push back. They build a resistance, you know, strong muscles of resistance against the narrative that their culture is telling them. And so I'll just leave you with this. I have a friend who is pretty, he's, um, he works for some pretty high up people in, in our nation's government. And um, he was talking to my husband the other day, and he was just saying, like, honestly, like, Whoever wins this election, it's this is probably gonna make some people mad, but it it doesn't it doesn't deal with like the major issues that we're facing as a nation. Like, you know, the debt is just astounding, and it's become so much worse as a result of all the stimulus packages with COVID. And you know, our currency is a mess right now because we're just printing money like crazy, crazy, and you know all these things. And so he was just saying, he was like, man, in some ways it's inconsequential who gets elected. And yet um, he, and so my, my husband was like, okay, man, so like, help me here. Like, what do we do? Like, where do we, how do we, how do we bring the kingdom? And um, he said, well, you're doing it, man. Like you are married, you have kids and you're raising them to be godly. He's like, if he's not married, but he said, if I, um, if I get married, I'm going to have as many kids as possible and I'm going to raise them to love the Lord. And, um, and not only that, but I'm going to find some people that I can live intentionally with and do, and do intentional walking with Jesus with, (laughs) I don't know if I said that very well, but Basically just like, hey, we're going to all intentionally walk with Jesus and I'm going to raise a family. And so he was talking about transformation, cultural transformation, and really a hope for a better day happening on the most fundamental, most simple building block of the family and of little, you know, little communities. And I just thought man, that is encouraging. (laughs) This guy who has a very unique perspective on politics and all that's happening and, you know, what feels like just this huge kind of nest of craziness in our culture. And he's like, I would just find, I would, I would find a a good woman to marry and I would, um, and I would may have as many babies as possible and I would raise them. And I'm like, wow, wow, you know, that, that gives some real perspective on um, nurturing and on the like long game of um, raising children in the way of the Lord. So be encouraged, mom, be encouraged, dad, or whoever's listening that, you know, this matters, this work that you're doing and it is, um, from my friend's perspective, the most important and transformational work that our culture could, um, could, could have right now. So, all right. Have a great one.